0: What are you doing to stand out in your sales follow-up efforts? Anything? Anything? Bueller? Welcome to the Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism. To reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Hey, Jeff Shore, back with you with part two of our message on alternative sales follow-up methods. You know, so many salespeople, you know what they want to do? They want to do the bare minimum that they need to do in order to check the old CRM box. Hey, there it is. I followed up, right? I clicked a button and it sent an auto email. There's my follow-up. No, no. That's not follow-up. That is a waste of electronic data because it's going to get deleted and deleted in a hurry. If you want to stand out, you need to do things that are different. Let's just ask you this question. How many emails did you get today? If you're like me, about 150. Next question, how many did you read? Because for me, when I'm getting my emails, I've got one finger on the delete button the entire time. I cannot delete emails fast enough. If you think that a form email is going to get the job done, you are wrong. We need to look for ways to be able to stand out. So last time I gave you three alternative sales follow-up methods, including the handwritten note, right, which is an alternative because no one's doing it. The idea of introducing the prospect, a client to others who might benefit um, and be able to serve them and help them out, and then offering a team message so you can prove it's not just me, but the entire team wants to serve you. So here are three other ideas. One, how about a message to the kids or to the dog? Okay. So if you're if you know about your client, you know about your client's interest, background, and family, and you find out they have kids or they have dogs, or they have pets of some kind, why not send a message? To the kids or to the dogs. Now, for those of you who are not dog owners or you do not have children right now, you're probably rolling your eyes in your head and saying that's the dumbest, cheesiest ideas ever heard. And you know what it means? It means you don't have kids and you don't have dogs. Now, look, I want to make it very, very clear. Uh, If you don't have a good, strong trust relationship with your client, if you can't have a laugh with your client, then I would not recommend this. But if you have a good relationship and you know about the kids or you know about the dog or you know about that special interest, why not? Send a message, be it a text message or a handwritten note or even a picture to the kids, to the dog. Uh, This is such a great way to be able to say, I don't only care about you, but I care about what is important to you. That's the idea. What can you do that's a little bit unique? It's a very, very cool way to be able to look at it. Here's a second idea. How about a note from your boss or from the company owner? Look, you can write the note. You don't have to ask that person to do it on their own. You can write the note for them. But do you think that your boss would take five minutes to write a handwritten note or even an email if it meant closing a sale? Because I think the answer is yes. Look, customers absolutely love hearing from the big boss, right? It makes them feel valued. It makes them feel important. And that psychology of honor is an, it's an incredibly powerful motivating factor. Here's the good news. You can write the letter for them. Just jot down the notes and ask your boss to write it out. Or at the least, have him or her copy and paste it into an email and they can send it from their computer. This is low effort, high payoff. Sounds like a winning formula to me. And one other idea, and that would be a personalized video testimonial from a past client. So uh, this is the idea. People naturally trust those with whom they have something in common, right? We do, I do, you do. So find a past client who's in a similar situation as a current prospect and interview them for just like three minutes on video about their buying experience. Let's give you an example. Suppose you're selling vacation properties and you're in a really nice resort area. You're working with a prospect. He's interested, but tentative about trying to tie up such a large sum of money, right? You call up a past client and you head on over with your smartphone, set up the phone on a tripod, or even just hold that out in front of you if you need to, and spend three minutes asking questions about their experience. But but here's the kicker. Show that customer fully enjoying the product, the vacation home, for example, sitting on a deck by a lake or standing on the first tee or having a cup of coffee, looking out at the skiers. The, the, The thing is that your videos... If you're using video follow-up, it doesn't have to be just you. It's far more powerful if they feature those who have already made the commitment. So there you have it. Three other ideas for alternative sales follow-up. Get outside the box. Do something different than what everybody else is doing. I guarantee you it will pay off huge. Well, there's another episode of The Buyer's Mind. If you're not receiving our five-minute sales training, it comes out every Saturday morning. Just go over to jeffshore.com. You can sign up right on the main page for our five-minute sales training or go over to YouTube and type in Jeff Shore Training. You'll see the five-minute sales training come up and you can hit subscribe right there. Hey, until next time, go out and change someone's world.